1: Oh wow! This yeah, was it. I didn't, I
0: didn't know you were going there, but wow! I mean, <laughs> record setting. Yeah, I mean, extra points. I mean, field clutch goals, kicks. Blocks. right? Right, the uh, whole deal. The whole um, deal. Yeah, it's certainly true. I mean, uh, he besides Tucker, I, I don't know the kickers well, but is there anyone you'd trade him for? I mean, he's certainly I mean, the in the top Booker's five. The good. Or so. and, yeah, you know, there's right. some
1: other guys out there, and they, you know, maybe they get some more opportunities. They play for maybe a more high-profile team mm-hmm. that, that scores more points, but. He's made uh, like ninety three percent of his kicks since the uh, the twenty
0: eighteen season. A lot of them weather isn't great. That's more than Tucker, I mean, by the way. That's better. I'm than sure Tucker. it is. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it is. And, and it's not like he has a weak leg by any stretch. I mean, some of those are long. I, I don't know if it still holds up, but Heinz Field is considered at least one of the hardest you know fields to kick in in yeah, the league. I don't think
1: it's. I did a study on that like the f- second or third year that it, the the uh, stadium was was uh, open after it was open. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was remarkably difficult. Oh, it was Now, since they closed in that opened end a little bit, mm-hmm. put the seats in behind it and everything, it changed the winds a little bit. I don't think it's quite as difficult as it used to be.
0: But I, you're I'm still kicking about, in, the, in, in the elements. You're still kicking in the elements. It's not easy. It's not a dome. You right. Know, right. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because, like, my uh, my three years at Pitt were the, as the stadium was open. Every game I was there was at Heinz Field, and they were the first ones. So I was there all the time. And once a week, I'd take all the specialists down in a bus, and they would kick and punt and goof off basically. And um, you know, I toured kids through there as the stadium was being built. My theory on it, though, was yeah, the winds are a little goofy, but the footing was bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. early on, the 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 yeah, for it wasn't so great. Yeah,
1: that didn't help. But you know, anymore, you don't even think about it when Boswell
0: no steps no steps on the field. Like, even, oh, even the announcers don't say it as much, or yeah. you know what I mean. You just opponent. write it down.
1: Okay, this is a field goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even in this situation, like in Sunday's game, you know, I think the Steelers faced a fourth and two, if memory serves, fourth and one, fourth and two um, to go up eight points. Mm -hmm. It was Uh, a far kick, too. And it was a 47 yard kick. And it was like a no brainer. Yeah, you kicked a field goal there to go
0: up eight, and you know Boswell's going to make it. And, and, you know, I thought, first of all, while we're talking special teams, Harvin had two. Nice punts. One was just a boomer. Just and, killed it. And yeah. He killed it. And yeah. Boswell was awesome again, to your point. And he made a kick that got called back. You know, I yeah. mean, like he had another tough one that could have been, you know, part of his stat sheet. So those guys have, you know, Harvin's been up and down. But it's pretty settling, especially with kickers and especially watching this weekend. Just to have that insurance, that safety net of this guy's probably going to make it. Yeah, there's, there's a pretty good chance this one's going through the... Anyone to watch the Packer... Bengal game. I mean it's anybody just, watched the game
1: last night. Yeah. Right, right. You right. know? I mean a lot mean, of
0: missed extra points throughout the league too. And right
1: the, the Colts left seven points
0: on the field. Yeah. Absolutely. In regulation. That, that's a
1: that's a win that's the winning
0: margin. Yeah. I mean unless you're the lions who somebody bombs a super long one to beat them <laughs> that's every what they get every get for play in the dome. That's what you get for playing in the dome. Yeah. Make it easy on the opponent. But yeah. um no, that's a good point. And, and and honestly, I think the special teams in general's been quite good. I mean, yeah. especially I know it doesn't count. But if you would have counted the, the blocked field goal that I thought It was still you
1: still put it on tape. Still put it on tape. Like opponents are now right. going, Okay, if we don't block this up, we gotta they gotta spend more time prepping to play the Steelers on special teams. Mm-hmm. That's you know, a just, good point. Just because, okay, they've blocked two kicks now this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we better be on our, our our P's and Q's here to make sure that that doesn't happen against us because they've got guys that can do it.
0: I remember back in the day, I, I didn't know this about Ed Reed for a while, but I would talk to some scouts and some real people in the know when he was in his heyday, and, and several of them all told me, you don't see it much because he's such a star, but this is the best kick blocker I've ever seen in punt blocker. Like yeah. If you go back to his time at the U, he's got a ton of them. And you can see that. Where I'm going with this is, I bet Minka gets a bunch. I'm just saying, like, in the next 10 years in yeah. his career. I mean, maybe not the best ever. Like he had, Henry, you you know, know, he like,
1: had them in Alabama. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, Calais Campbell last night, that was like his eighth block. <laughs> yeah, he's six right. foot eight, though. He's right, like a skyscraper. He's, he's cheating. Yeah. He's like Shaq out there, right? The and with Tumbo in the middle. Right. Uh, but yeah, certain guys have that, that ability. Hayden's actually pretty good at it, too. Um, he, yeah, you know. that's a good point. So you got two guys, guys screaming can the do edge. It. And, you know, if you're so concerned about those guys coming off the end, maybe you overshift on that and somebody comes up the middle.
0: Right, right. That that makes perfect sense. Um, I I nerd out about snap counts and things like that, (laughs) and I I haven't brought it up in a while. But I I just think our audience should know the guys on this team that are playing the most special team snaps. I mean, and sometimes people roll their eyes. Why is Justin Lane out there? Why is Benny Snell out there? Those guys are on the field for every special team. right? You know, I mean, there's about because they're, they're good at it. Because they're good at it, you know, Gilbert Watt. I mean, there's about five or six of them. Your
1: core special teams guys that every, every special team has team. to have.
0: Yeah, and the Steelers stress that a little more than others. You know, I'm sure on game day, some t- people might roll their eyes of why is this? Why is my the guy I'm excited about inactive? You know, like. Weatherspoon might be a guy like that. Right. Weatherspoon. You know, like, He's just trust not him? as good on special teams. Right. He's not as good as Lane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it certainly doesn't trust, trust it as much. So Lane gets his jersey dirty.
1: You know, the funny thing is, is every time one of those guys has a penalty on special teams or there's a penalty on special teams. Like, like Lane this week, right. The immediate reaction is, Oh, that guy sucks. Why is he on the team? Danny Smith's an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, you know? right. Meanwhile, there's flags all over the league on special teams. Special teams, teams has <laughs> got
1: to be the most flagged. Oh, yeah. Kicks Play. and punches. Uh, right, right, right.
0: Just because you've got a bunch
1: of guys screaming down the field, mm-hmm. as the guy's running by you, maybe you you, act, you know you reach out and maybe hook him a little bit. It's a hold. Yeah, yeah. Or he's running, he's, he gets by you a little bit, and you, you reach your hand out, the, and, and, and it turns into a block in the back. And he, yeah. There's all kinds of little things oh, that can yeah. happen there, and you're isolated.
0: Then you're isolated. You're
1: yeah. out in you're out in space. Out you know, in space right in front and... of the guy catching the football. Every all the eyes on the the officials are like right there. Okay, mm-hmm. you're not going to get away. Little block in with the back, or, yeah. yeah,
0: right. I mean, it's a big open space. It's like a big you know, big meadow or field. You know, and, and the other thing too is I also think there's some human nature to it. I mean, usually the best special teams players are and coaches are super high energy, bounce off the wall type yeah. of dudes, and those guys only get to play sometimes. 12, 15 snaps a game, they're going to make them count. <laughs> you know, they're not going to just kind of jog it around. you know. Like, Not that people in the league take plays off, but if you're the left guard and you're on your 62nd se- play of the game, you may not have the same hope you did on the Your game. energy level is going to be a bit low. <laughs> a little different, yeah, right. That's why you used, like to have a big running back that can mm-hmm. pound the way to defense. Without question. Without question. Which kind of brings me to the last night's game, again, you brought up, and, and the Steeler game. Is fourth quarter defense dead? I think so. I think it is. I don't even care who I, the matchups are. Yeah. I just think that's the league now. By now, by that time,
1: everybody's figured everything out. Yep. Um, I, I Defenses it, are tired. I looked it up last night. I tweeted this out. Did you? Uh, the Bengals gave up 474 yards of total offense. The Browns and Ravens both gave up more than 500. That all adds up. And the that Ravens can't even use. Like the Bengals, okay, they, they played overtime. Yeah. The Ravens. Indianapolis never got the ball in overtime. They gave right. up
0: 500 yards of offense in regulation. Yeah, it's a good point. It wasn't like that was, you know, 75 minutes of football played yeah. in that game. You know, where the Bengals have gone to overtime a couple times. And we talked
1: about that Browns game
0: yesterday. It was just in the fourth quarter was 41 like,
1: points in the fourth in quarter. The fourth quarter.
0: <laughs> and it's funny because I was asked that: why, is the Steelers, why did the Steelers crumble down the stretch against Denver and let them back into it? And there's a couple reasons, I think. I mean, I think that Bridgewater got more aggressive, started attacking one-on-one matchups outside the numbers. and But really, deep down, I'm just thinking, that's what the league is now. I, yeah. I mean, fourth-quarter defense well, is they, dead. They also converted three-fourth downs. Yeah. We've yeah, seen yeah. more of that as well.
1: Teams are, are yeah. being more... It's an analytics thing, yeah. you know. And, and, and we talked about this yesterday. There's no way Vic Fangio goes for four, a fourth down conversion, you know, in his own territory
0: in the first quarter. No, right. Probably the first three quarters, yeah. no matter what the situation But all of a is, sudden right. he does
1: it in the fourth quarter because they're down two touchdowns. Because they're in trouble. Right, you know? right, right, right. Whereas, no, that, you know, the analytics say, well, okay, you're going to make 50, let's say 55% of those. It was fourth and two or something, fourth mm-hmm. and four or whatever. You're going to make – but if you don't get it early in the game – you're screwed.
0: Yeah, Whereas in the yeah, fourth yeah,
1: yeah. quarter, we got nothing to lose.
0: You're hey, already losing. Hey, that kind of, I think that's funny too, because everybody gives credit, like the Chargers coach, he was really aggressive going for a fourth down against the, the Browns time and time again and realized what kind of game he's in. Good, I'm giving him all the credit in the world. Don't get me wrong. Harbaugh's done it for years. But nobody in your guy's profession tend to bring up the fourth and one in the second quarter when the guy, game's tied. That yeah. Why were you so aggressive and you didn't get it? Is what yeah. I'm talking about. You know, I mean, it's as big a play then as it is later. You yeah. know, I mean, but that just doesn't come up. You get killed. As you much. get killed for for that when you don't get it. Oh, and you're so smart when you get it, and yeah. you're so analytically inclined, and you know, right, right, right. And you're an idiot when you don't. When, it, when it a uh, Belichick, <laughs> what
1: was that against the the uh, the Colts the one time? Mm-hmm. Goes for it on fourth and one in, in his own territory, doesn't get it. It gives Peyton Manning the football at at
0: 35 or whatever. Exactly. And that was his whole reason for going for it was I'm too afraid of Manning because he's going to tear right through my defense. Back to it's almost like the fourth quarter defense is dead conversation. These smart quarterbacks know all your checks and all the, you know, uh, they don't allow you even at these halftime adjustments and things. (laughs) I I find that funny too. I, I think a lot of fans, and frankly most of them, including myself at times too, wouldn't be able to watch the tape and know what a halftime adjustment is if it bit him in the eye. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they say you know, if, if, the half, if, if the second half goes worse than the first, they didn't make any halftime adjustments. They don't know what they're doing. Halftime adjustments are wonderful. How long is halftime? It's like 12 minutes or something, right? I to, like, maybe 17, 17 or something. 18, I know. Something okay. like it, yeah. But by the time they walk to the, their locker, maybe use the bathroom for a minute or two, have a water an orange or whatever. Maybe I'm just guessing. I haven't been in the NFL. We get about, a you get about five
1: minutes. Time. Real <laughs> realistic. Say, you
0: get well under ten minutes yeah. of coach-player uh, conversation. Let's fix some things. The coaches all run in there like crazy and get on the whiteboard yeah. and talk to face to face. But they gotta pee and stuff too. I'm sure. But they, again, you, know. you you don't adjust when you're when things are working. Why would you? <laughs> well, that too. But what I was gonna say is. The league doesn't let you just stop, go out back, run some plays with some cue cards, watch some tape, install some stuff. This isn't Madden. No, I mean we're
1: okay. I'm going to pause this play here. I got a big fourth down play here. I'm going to walk out to the kitchen, get a sandwich, maybe a drink. Yeah, call my buddy. Hey, what would you run here?
0: No, it doesn't work (laughs) that way. Right, you got to make a split second decision. Defensive adjustments are really hard, and that's why I think. I mean, I think fatigue's a thing. But I really think more than anything in the fourth quarter, every offensive coordinator's figured you out. You know, yeah. they, they just collect data all day long. You've had 40-plus 40, right? 40 plays to see. Yes.
1: And, 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 you know, so much of, of, of what offensive coordinators do, we've, we've talked about this before, is you'll throw a bunch of different packages on the field. That's why the, people script play. Right. I'm not
0: because this play should follow this one, should follow this right. one. You know.
1: You're trying to score, but you're also trying to it, – it's like a, 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 a military feint. Okay, if we do this, well, they move the, the center of their, their forces over mm-hmm. here. So, and then, you know, you're trying to figure out what they might do to react to what you do. Yes. And then you react accordingly to that. Well, okay, and we're, when, we went to, when we went with this 12 personnel package in the first half, here's what they did. Right, right. Now we can do this off of that because you're,
0: set, you're setting things up for later in the game. See, for example... It, 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 a lot of teams, um, they might check the cover two versus empty. You, you know, empty's not as uncommon as it used to be. Right. So they probably have more than one base coverage. But the whole offensive staff, starting with the low guys on the totem pole, the, you know, the uh, the GA types, you know, I mean, the quality control guys, start going, well, we've seen 100 snaps of empty and the Ravens go to cover two 90% of those times. Might they switch it for us? Maybe, but let's run two snaps of cover two early in the game. If we or or empty, empty, see what they do. And if we see cover two twice, chances are that's their check. Because as you often say, there aren't that many hours in the week to put in a new. Well, we should go to cover three this time or this cloud coverage or whatever. So then you start running cover two beaters out of empty. (laughs) You know, I mean, like (laughs) it's not that hard to figure out. Or the other thing, it's what the Steelers actually talked about.
1: In the game against Green Bay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they in in that situation, Roethlisberger they get in those fourth and short situations. I'm sure Green Bay had shown in those in those situations that they were playing man defense mm-hmm. in those in those short yardage type situations. Steelers are expecting a man defense, in right, that situation. right? Right, right, All of a sudden, Green Bay drops into a zone. Sure, I mean, well. You know, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. you know. Matt Canada said, "Well, we had we had man and zone beaters out there, but you know, Roethlisberger stepping to the line of scrimmage again. That's why you use motion, mm-hmm. but they didn't, right? And right, right, right. you know, you, you kind of it gives you a chance to to okay, if we motion this guy across and that guy doesn't follow him, probably they're in, got they're in zone. Probably okay, so down, right. maybe a check out of that, or maybe you you look to your guys who are running the
0: zone beater routes as opposed to the guys running the crossers in yeah. the te- into the teeth of the zone." I have two things to talk about that because we talked to Merrill Hodge about that exact thing after the game on the Thursday night show I do with Persuda. And he said all all the things he said he, he totally agreed with, but he also said, sometimes you're just in the wrong play. You yeah. know, I mean everybody guesses wrong at times or the other people get paid too. And if Juju or Washington or Claypool or whomever realize this is a man-beating concept and we're getting zone. Well, you have to sit adjust down. as a receiver. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sit down
1: in the zone somewhere. Yes.
0: To be a football player, adjust on the move. Don't just run your man route thinking, even though it's not going to do any good. you got to be a football player and be like, and, if ben, and that's when people aren't on the same page and yeah. all that, things like that. And Ben throws a pick saying, I thought you figured out this was zone and you didn't, or you didn't adjust even though you did figure it out. you got to, you know, don't just run the wrong play.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, uh, last note on that, I'm okay. sorry. That's right. The other thing that also happens, too, is every defense has some sort of check for something they've never seen before. You know, like if the Steelers have never used a 3-by-1 set with Najee as the slot. Or you you come, good, out, you come out
1: with your entire offensive line is to the right of your center.
0: Something they've never <laughs> practiced during the week, they have a check. Maybe yeah. it's cover two, cover three, whatever it is, or whatever their favorite coverage is or whatever their check is. Teams find that out immediately, you know, and it's not like we're going to have five different coverages we can call out of things we haven't seen before. You know, so, I mean, it's just kind of how it works. Let's talk offensive line, Matt. All right.
1: Um, The Steelers, uh, you know, Mike Tomlin talked about today. He thought that this past week against the Broncos was actually a continuation of what happened or started to happen against, against Green Bay.
0: That's a good way of putting it.
1: Um, because I asked myself, is, is the challenge now that you've done this doing it again? Mm-hmm. You know I mean you ch- they challenged that offensive line last week okay we you guys did this against Green Bay, and this was the result. We ran the football more effectively. Mm-hmm. Do it again, do it again now the now the idea is okay, you put together your, your fir- you get your f- first 100 yard rusher in over a year nearly a year right Do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that's the challenge. Can we build don't, on this, right? Yeah, don't rest on your laurels here. You got to go out and do this again. it getting some young guys to buy into that. Well, hey, we're here. We we fixed it. We're we're you know everything's okay now, mm-hmm. and maybe a coast a little bit. I, I, I think you know everybody's. I, I think quick to want, for example, Zach Banner back in the lineup.
0: Chuks played well.
1: Chuk's, I'm not. I'm not ready to say you want to break that lineup right now. Coming right. off your
0: best game of the season, right? And <laughs> frankly, like you said, at that point, the Packers game was your best line of game of the season. Yeah. So you you keep improving as a unit. I think that was Chooks' best game as a season. You know, I mean, if Banner's clearly the better player, you put Banner in. I don't know that he is. I don't know
1: that that's the case. I don't know so, if we they think seen he is or
0: not. Right? Who yeah. knows? You know, but it's getting better for sure. And I do think it's a continuation of Green Bay. And take even take the opponents out of it. If you just isolate the line, they're coming off the ball lower. They're coming off the ball harder. They certainly like coming forward more than they like going backwards collectively. And they're built that way too, and so is Banner, obviously. How about obviously. this stuff
1: for you, man? I looked yeah. this up on football outsiders. Obviously, we pay attention, attention yeah. to that. The Steelers' power success rate. Mm, I like that set they use. Eighty-three okay. percent, fourth best in the league. Wow! This for, with a line that everybody's been killing. Right, right, right. That's for the it's season. A physical. Line. That's for the season. Wow, Eighty-three yeah. percent. The only teams better than them: Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and they're tied with Tennessee. Okay.
0: Like, Who was it? Green Bay, Kansas City,
1: Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Kansas City, and then the Steelers and Titans are tied for fourth.
0: Okay. Well, that, that adds up. I mean, that's how the Titans are built with yeah. Derrick Henry, one hundred percent. Strangely, this is a not, side note. Kansas City has built a run blocking line for a pass blocking team. Yeah, uh, which is really well, they odd
1: also to in a lot of those uh, those. Thir- this is the, the the power success rate is in goal to go situations yeah. that are that are think be- inside the two.
0: It's short yardage, I it's think.
1: It's third and two, fourth and two, mm-hmm. fourth and- anything four- lower than fourth and two. So yeah, third, yeah, yeah. fourth and one, not that kind of stuff. Do you convert? Well, the Steelers are at eighty three percent in those situations. If you look at, I guarantee, if you look at Tampa Bay and Kansas City, uh, when they're in those situations, they got three wide receivers on the field that you have to respect. Probably, you know, yeah. they're, especially they're, Kansas they're City, they're spreading you out. They don't have a power back. Yeah, you know? they're spreading you out. Yeah, and, and, and but the Steelers in those situations, much with the
0: Titans, I would think as well. I would think Tennessee are getting does. stacked lines of scrimmage without question. Extra tight ends on the field, you know that type of thing. No, it's a good stat. And that's how this line's built. I mean, they're yeah. big, mauling tights. I saw that. Uh, I mean, they were blowing the, the Broncos off the ball. Yeah, they were. They were. And I, I thought they did a pretty decent go- job against Green Bay, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, frankly, I thought Ben hurt them more than the other way around in that game. You yeah. know, and Ben played much better in this game, so it was more obvious that the line's improving. I'm not saying it's a line. The well, best they ran the ball to more, too. Yeah, yeah. And you know, that's the big help, thing. Yeah, and, uh, all those things helped, right. So there's things outside. There's always things outside the quarterback's hands, outside receiver's hands. Well, the same thing's true for the line, too, that if we're really good at run blocking, but we're not calling run plays. Right. <laughs> you know? The
1: thing that stood out to me, Matt, was that they would run the ball on first down. And If you look at Harris's average on first down, he, he carried a ball on 13 of their 19 first down plays.
0: Yeah. And I think they had, what, 15 or 16 runs, yeah. period, on first down. But then
1: they ran it again. Mm-hmm. They didn't just go, okay, he got four yards there. Let's throw now. Yeah. It was run. Okay, he got four yards there. Run it again. Oh, he got three more.
0: And now it's third and three. Yeah, yeah, know, Or he got four more. He he picked up the first down, whatever it may be. And play action will follow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the next step in this equation. You put that on tape. Right, of course. And unfortunately, you and I didn't get a chance to do a show Thursday, Friday, So we didn't preview Denver as much as we wanted. But I do remember, and I said it over and over on many airwaves, and I was on with Stan and Mark, and I know you said it too, in that game, going into that game, not knowing that it would be successful or not, three runs and a punt was okay by me. You know what I mean? You can get into the pretty stuff and the efficiency and the analytics and all these things after that, but Denver's not going to run away from you. Seattle's not going to run away from you without Russell Wilson. If you run it three times in a row and you kick on fourth and two, all right. I'm fine with it. This is the interesting thing about this week's game, and I'm sure we'll dive into
1: this more as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith hasn't started the game since 2017. It's been
0: that long. Yeah. I mean,
1: if you're the Steelers, I wanted to ask Mike Tomlin about this today. you uh, prep for that. There are, you know, just there's only so many p- questions that can be asked, and you mm-hmm. pass the mic around a lot of stuff. But I wanted to ask him, like, okay, are you looking back at Geno Smith in the preseason? Are you looking back at Geno Smith's one start in 2017? He has, that, that's a long
0: time ago that's in football. a long time ago. I don't know that answer. Are you,
1: are you studying, okay, through 17 times again in the fourth quarter against uh, last yeah. week against the Rams? I mean, of
0: course you study that to no end. Right. But that's only 17 throws. It's a half of football. Yeah, there's not just, I mean. I would think the preseason's important, but they're not game planning around Smith's strengths for that game. Right. You know what I mean? If Geno loves rolling right. Well, they're not going to have him roll right all the time. They don't care. You know I mean? They're so, I mean, you're almost play. kind of flying blind here this week. Yeah. One thing I do know from being in the scouting department, and this sort of applies, well, I mean, of course they have a grade and a write-up on Geno Smith that changes daily, weekly, monthly, no matter what, you know? And it starts with his college report. He processes these things very slowly, very well, whatever. Hates thrown to his left. Yeah. And then you, you build off the college report but nothing's new, I mean, unfortunately. Right, I mean, he's he's now 31 years old.
1: He came out of college, he was 23. Yeah,
0: yeah that's yeah. That's
1: eight years ago. You're, he's not the same guy that he was when he started all 16 games for the Jets.
0: But there's a few things that are. I mean, yeah. he's not faster now. Right. You know, his arm didn't get stronger. If he was a slow processor, bad decision maker then, probably still is, but he's probably gotten a little smarter. Um, the one thing I noticed, too, like, the Seahawks are very low in turnovers. They've only turned the ball over like once or twice this year. Part of it's because they run like no plays. They run the <laughs> lowest amount of plays in the league by a million. Well,
1: they can't they can't get their the offense
0: on the field. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I want to talk about that at some point too because I did all this geeky work. They run. It's an unbelievable discrepancy. They their defense is on the field for 20 more plays than their offense. Like every week. I mean, on average, it's insane. But anyway. You know, so I went back and I'm like, wow, they don't turn the ball over very much. Wilson's always been good at that. And then I, I remember I'm like, Gino sure used to. Well his career touchdown interception, he's thrown more interceptions it's than 30 he has to touch- 37 yeah. yeah. I mean yeah. it's
1: now much a lot of that was his rookie year he had twelve touchdown passes and sure. twenty one interceptions. He was over his head with the Jets and- He was he was thirteen and thirteen the next year. Right. So so I, I mean like where we can out. hold
0: that against Peyton Manning and Troy Aikman, you know, in their rookie year. I mean, you get better. Yeah, you, you
1: know. But it's a small sample size since then, if you look at it um, I mean,
0: it's still a negative touchdown to interception He has played since,
1: since that rookie year. He's played in 12 games. Okay. Or since, since his second year. So this is his 20. The first
0: two years he was the quote starter, yeah. I think. This is 2015
1: failed. through 2021. Okay. He's played in 12 games. He's made two starts. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's got five touchdown. Pa- he's in 118 passes, five touchdown passes, which okay. That's yeah, it's fine. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you're throwing one, you know, three, five interce- out of three
1: interceptions. He's been sacked 11 times. On
0: 100. Okay. Like, I do remember sacks being a problem when he played a lot. That's a but problem. He was on bad teams. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, of course, some of those Jets teams. That's we've seen Sam Darnold. You know, but that's with that's with the Jets, tournament.
1: the Giants, the Chargers, and now the Seahawks.
0: And I forgot about the Chargers. I mean, yeah. he's okay. He's bounced around a little bit. He has. He's. A fraction, a small fraction, of the quarterback Wilson is, but I don't think they have to change their offense. Dramatically. No, that's why you
1: have him as a backup. Yeah, Wilson. he's
0: the same mold. He's shorter. He's a plus athlete, but he doesn't value the football like Wilson or make the throws Wilson does. He can't or, throw you know.
1: like Wilson will make like three or four wow throws yeah, a game. Yeah, yeah. Like how do they how do they fit that into that window mm-hmm. or how do they hit that guy? He'll run around and do his, his thing back there, and the next yeah. thing you know, he's he's winging it 50 yards down the field, and there goes DK
0: Metcalf. Right. That's not
1: happening this week.
0: But he is a veteran, and he's dangerous. You know, like, yeah. I would rather have these three, but we've seen Gradkowski, Leftwich, Batch come in and win a game like this. Yeah. You know, like, he's dangerous enough to do that.
1: But I think there was maybe even less tape on those
0: guys. Like mm, Maybe. I mean, know. Batch was started for a while, and Leftwich yeah. had some. But, yeah, right. I mean, I wonder. That would be a great question if Tomlin would answer it honestly. Like, is the book written on Geno, even if he hasn't played in three or four years? Maybe it is. The chapters are a little thin
1: in recent years. But They're
0: real thin. Yeah. But has he really changed that much as did a player? But you
1: did get to see him. In, like, last year, his first year in Seattle, you got no preseason to see him in that offense. That's true. At least this year. never misses time, right, of course. This year, you got something to look at in the preseason. Right. Okay, he, oh, he's he, can, the ball well, he can make this or, throw, yeah, yeah, he can right, do right. this, you know. This, you uh, watch it, him scramble. It, it's very or, vanilla, yeah. but at least you have something to base. You can see if the traits
0: up. are what you remember. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. So that's but something.
1: It's an interesting part of the matchup that, uh, you know. Yeah,
0: it's a hard, I mean, it's a, an unknown a little bit. Yeah. And how will that, the other thing is how will Seattle view their quarterback now like are they going to go deep as much are they going to try to run
1: run run you know
0: i would bet Carroll does i mean that's kind of his mo that's who he is yeah Yeah. Uh, so we'll see but they're an interesting team to to
1: face here but we'll take a break he is matt williamson i'm dale lally you're listening to the drive here on steelers nation radio when we come back it's power ranking day nice how far the steelers move up this week we'll find out right after this